Tomorrow, I'm your host, Joshua Tupolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss Lady Gaga's dad, Libra, and trees. I don't waste one minute. Let's get right into it. Okay, Ryan, we're back. It's been a long time. It's been a fortnight. It's been two weeks. Weeks. Please don't do that. Um, It's been a long time since we have been on the podcast. We have left our fan high and dry. I haven't uh, recorded since I was 29. They're very upset. Um, you were 29 the last time we spoke, the last time that we ever talked to each other. And now- for the I'm 28. F- now for the next time we're talking, you're 28 years young. <laughs> and oh, wow. Oh, boy. We're in a, somebody, uh, somebody is using the podcast room here for clothing storage, children's clothing storage. Listen, it all make, this all makes sense. Trust me. In the if grand you ever school. wanted to hear a Tomorrow podcast from a limited two store- Limited to junior. Is two, does that suggest like children? Yeah, it's a children's. It's oh. like a Claire's. I'm familiar with Claire's. Believe me. Zelda, very, big Claire's. I'm fan. very familiar with, I'm very, very familiar with Claire's. Uh, no, I'm, I, they have great phone cases. I've talked oh. about this. I've definitely talked about this in the podcast <laughs> That's before. It's a bizarre thing to know. No, they, I have, they have Josh a lot hanging of, out at a Claire's. I'm always going in there, getting my ears pierced. Getting some phone cases. I actually did get my ear, one of my ears pierced out of Claire's when I was 16. Well, who's the weird one now? And I did it in the heterosexual ear because it was the negotiation me and my dad made. What's the heterosexual ear? So I, in the in the mid-2000s, so from the 90s to the 2000s, if you got your right ear pierced, you were gay. If you got your left ear pierced, you weren't gay. That checks out. And my dad knew this for some reason and was like, you can get your ear pierced, but not the gay one. And I was out at the at the time, so like this definitely was damaging experience I feel like you'd me. be like, um, well... That doesn't really track. I got it pierced, and I hated it, and it was in for two weeks, and now I have a giant cartloid bump in my ear. You remind me a lot of Billy from Stranger Things. Oh, I'm exactly, I'm exactly like. He has his ears, one of his ears pierced. I think the straight one. Dacker Montgomery. Dacray, Dacray Montgomery. Me and him, it's twins. He's like Irish or Scottish or something. Who, who can say? Whatever, he rules. Amazing. We haven't. So we have a lot to talk about. Stranger Things is a thing we haven't talked about. So much has happened in the last two weeks. It's episode 169. It's 169, the sexiest episode of the hundreds. Um, it's our most sexy geriatric episode. Um, so much has happened in the past two weeks. It's. I went through the news and I tried to limit it to just recent things. But I mean, there's so much shit. There's so much. Shit. I mean, Stranger Things. We haven't talked about, have we? We haven't talked about it. And I bought the game it, and I watched the whole it, thing. It trailer, the second trailer for the It Part Two, or the official final trailer for It Part Two, is out today. Well, what else is going on? I don't know. You probably have a list of this stuff. I do have a list. Okay, what do we got? Did you What's watch on? Stranger Things? Yes, I watched. I all did not of it. like it. Well, that's your mistake. I feel bad, but... Okay, it was very violent. It was very dark. Darkest season ever. And it felt like the old stories were individual 80s movie tropes playing out, and then they would come together in some way that you yeah. were like, everyone had a piece of information, and now this is all part of a giant 80s story. I thought it was a great reference to the 80s and 80s movies on some pretty deep and interesting levels. I appreciate the new Coke representation, and definitely that Stranger Things is now pro-communism or socialism and like pro... Like it's pro. I don't think it's, it's pro communism. 
Well, it's definitely anti-capitalism. It might be anti-communism. Well, they definitely have that that little bit of the story where it's like Main Street is like dead because of the mall. And they're like, like, fuck the mall. It was like surprisingly, it was like a surprisingly- um, Woke. Yeah, like surprisingly like like, like nuanced take on the, the, you know, the economic impact of like- Mall culture. Big sort of corporate capitalist like malls and strip malls and stuff like that. But um, I thought the season was good. I, I have an I have an underlying issue with Stranger Things. Would you like to hear about it? Sure, I would love to. We don't know anything, and I mean nothing, about the evil presence in Stranger Things. Yeah, they, they, we don't know. We don't know what it is. The upside down has always been very vague. Yeah, but it's like it's still vague for three seasons in, and we don't know like what the motivation is of this thing. We don't know. Um, what if there's an intelligence? It seems like now we know there's like an intelligence behind it. And that is like, it part of our reality, like an underlying level of our reality or another dimension? And can we get to other other is it dimensions? An alternate, is it an alternate universe? And if so, like why are we all like mining the same alternate universes or a way to mine different alternate universes? Eleven, her abilities, we've never, no one's ever addressed them. We don't know where they come from. She's got all kinds of abilities. We don't know too. what powers them. We know that she's in the same place that Scarlett Johansson is in, in Under the Skin, which is a black space where you can walk on water. Yeah. It's literally, have you seen the movie Under the Skin? Yeah. It's literally the same fucking thing. It's like, I expected her to bump into Scarlett Johansson at some point. Scarlett Johansson is like, I should be able to play an angel and a tree. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Millie Bobby Brown is like, okay. Did you say, and a tree? That's what she said. She said, I should be allowed to play a tree. She should be allowed to play a tree. I don't mind any people of any color. I don't see color. I don't mind if you're purple. I don't. Nobody's purple. I think think I should be able to, I think think there's a, actually like because the tree is a much larger and more ambitious jump. I can almost. I feel like it's very justified. Also, like the tree is not a person. It's a very or, like or a middle culture, school play or a reference. culture or an ethnicity where everybody gets a part. So some like, people are trees. It's like the tree is a tree. So like yeah, you should be able to play like a groundhog. If you're like your cast is a groundhog, it's like yeah. I don't think the groundhog community is going to rise up and be like, uh, excuse me, like they're not people. Well, the thing that bothers me about this statement, and I know that oh she God, clarified we're it, so and off blah, topic. Blah, blah. Yeah. The thing that bothered me about all of that was that she doesn't take into account that like the reason people are upset is because they don't get other jobs. So what you're doing is you're keeping them from casting a trans person who wouldn't get cast as a not trans person. Like Laverne Cox has never been cast as a cis woman. So like when you take the job at playing a trans woman you're taking a job that she probably could have gotten if we said, like, we're only going to cast trans women in trans roles. And that's the problem there. Like, an actor I, should I, ideally I, be able to play anything, but we don't live in an ideal world. I mean, the trans thing is interesting because, like, there's, you know, you you could, it's not impossible to, it's tough. I mean, you know, because there's literally a transition part of that experience, which mm-hmm. is where you go from something to something else, right? Like, from one thing to another. So you can imagine an actor being able to inhabit at least some part of that experience yeah because that's what acting is which is like pretending to be something that you're not literally all acting is like i'm this thing and it's like no you're not it's like robert is like i'm a tough criminal and it's like no you're actually like a soft ass actor who lives in like a mansion yeah and like has the softest feet of anybody in the world he's not like you're not like a criminal who's on the run from the fbi or like a mob boss or whatever so like anyhow so of course part of acting is like inhabiting a, a character that is that has like attributes that you don't have, but there's a limit. There's a limitation, and there should be. I think, like, I don't think it's like, hey, all white actors can play black roles, and vice versa. Like that yeah. gets into pretty problematic territory pretty quickly. I think the thing that's interesting about uh, the trans roles is that there is you can imagine a 
a part of that experience that could be played by a non-trans actor. But then it's like, where do you draw the line? And that is the question that I don't want to answer and don't have the answer for. I just think if, <laughs> if everybody was employed equally and like and a trans actor had a chance at a Marvel film regularly, then sure. But that's not happening. And so can well, Scarlett the Johansson is, pass but on the a also, role? But then and... the, flip, the, other, the flip is like, uh, okay, here's an interesting one. It's like, c- could a trans woman play like is, uh, the interesting question is like then you could have like women like cis normative women being like i don't want a trans woman to play the role of this like cis norm like comic character right because it's sure. like i mean you could i don't know who someone would make could it. i don't know what idiot would make that argument but it's but just there's like, so many roles that like that it would be a drop in the bucket versus the handful of roles that exist for people of minority status so in any event, I think this it was is a, this super is a complicated tone topic. deaf, and I'm like kind of sick We're talking of about Scarlett Johansson, right? We just completely abandoned Stranger Things. We yeah. just went off of Whatever. It. I mean, the show is it's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. turned into a television show. I thought the it was very good. I thought the season like was a, very good. It felt like an event series. If anything, like I thought the season was. I thought the season thing. was too dark. It was too, whatever. It's very dark. Very except serious. when they were like suddenly there's a giant military base underground. That was like ridiculous. No, it's pretty funny. You know who's great? Brett Gilman. Yeah, I've really come. come I've really come around. I've really come around. This guy is like, I'm sorry, Brett Gelman is like, they're like, we need a guy who's a total fucking dud. Okay, he's balding. He's kind of flabby. No one likes him. He's unlikable. Brett Gelman's like, like, Mark Maron's booked. Brett 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 Gelman's like. I'm ready to play the role. Where do I sign? Like, you got to hand to Brett Gelman. I've seen Johansson gun pretty hard for that role. He's in Fleabag. Oh yeah, God, he's same so character, hateable. same character, he's so hateable. In the only difference between his character in Fleabag and his character is this guy speaks Russian. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, but Brett Gelman, everything I've ever seen him, he was in the show Married, but he's so good at that. He's role. amazing, but he's like, it's like literally, there's one. It's like I'm, I'm starting to worry about Brett Gelman. Like, how bad is he? You know, <laughs> like we need a piece of shit. Is Brett Gelman available? I always think that about when they cast a fat kid for a movie that you know they put out a, a, oh, I know, a casting right. call. Like a young like, kid. Real dumpy looking kid. <laughs> like, and that kid looking, was like, I guess that's my job, they're mom. Like, they're like, we're looking for a morbidly obese, real uggo, <laughs> talented actor with a pig face. <laughs> like you're like cast in the role. No, it is fucked up though, right? It's it like, is. It's like we're looking for like it's like, yeah, I mean, how do you how do you cast for the roles of ugly people? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what yeah. is ugly really? It's in the eye of the beholder. And then in the cast, they're think... always in the script. They're always like, "Look at this dumpy mess." Yeah, but you understand? You understand? Like Brett Gelman, you know, Laura. We're watching like Stranger Things, and Laura's like, "Oh, he's pretty hot." I'm like, "You're offending me right now. It's you're hurting my feelings." And I don't kind of hot. No, okay, okay, fine. There's a type, but people. But you know what it means? I'm a Brett Gelman type. To men have a much bigger spectrum of what's hot than people attracted to women. That's not do. true. I like all types of women: ugly, hot, short, tall. All right. I'm into all. No, Laura's like gets mad at me. She's like, you'd like, well, she's like, you like all everybody. It doesn't even matter. You have that no might be for... specific to you, but in media in general, I find can find beauty in everything. Okay, okay, that's my thing. Well, I'll say this: except fatties. No, I'm kidding. The guy who plays the sheriff <laughs> you just cut that or whatever, out. <laughs> or was that funny? I don't know. That was funny. The guy who plays the sheriff or whatever. It's pretty hot. I gotta say, okay, you have a thing. Yeah. You like a I little like bit. A you like a little. Guy. You like a little meat on the bones. I don't mind. I will say this: I don't mind a twink. But I feel like they're a dime a dozen. I will when say this, I find a man with a meat on the bones, I feel like that's mine. Nobody else is going after it. I gotta, I gotta say, I will say this. Hopper, I was like, wow, Hopper really packed it on. He packed it in, whatever it is. It's a glow up. But then I was kind of like, I was kind of like, this is good. Like in a way, like I feel like if I get fatter, I feel like it's I could still work it. Hopper's kind of still working it. Yeah. I feel like several scenes where he's shirtless, and I'm kind of like, it's not good, but it's not 
bad. Oh, it's good. All right, next topic. Anyhow, let's talk wow. about something else. This is we like your whole so Thor, much. your whole Thor thing. All right, let's keep going. It's night. It's episode one sixty nine. Let's do it. Let's you do it, get baby. Into the sex of it all. I want it to be. I want it to be reciprocal. This whole episode. <laughs> Speaking of sex. Oh God. Um, Elon Musk and Grimes have some updates oh, for God. us. Elon Musk wants to create a Neuralink where he can um, connect people to computers to start f- with handicapped people and then go to where he uploads his computer brain into a, his brain to a computer and right. then merges with AI. Sounds right to me. And then Grimes had eyelid. No, she didn't really have. This is fake surgery. This is fake surgery. But she she claimed that she, she had, had an experimental eye surgery to remove the blue l- blue color blue from her vision. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody's so dumb. They're like, Grimes did what? It's like trending. Grimes is eye surgery. It's like, I'm, you're all fucking dumb. I mean, just don't believe everything you read. Can we just, can we agree to that one basic piece and of also, news literacy? Let's just believe nothing Elon or Grimes says in general, just as what, a policy. What does Grimes' voice sound like when she's speaking? Is that what it sounds like? Something I imagine it sounds that. like uh, Marianne from Brooklyn on it feels, the Howard Stern show. Well, it's sort of Elizabeth Holmesy. Not <laughs> to it? get to, we were just talking about. Elizabeth she's Holmes. like, "Hi, I'm Grimes." No, it's a little put on. You can tell she's doing a thing. Well, she isn't uh, above all a performer. It's like when Madonna was British, or when Lady Gaga goes transatlantic, and she's like, "I wanted my little monsters," and you're like, "Are you from Euripia? Are you from Atlantis? Nobody has this accent, lady." <laughs> Have we talked about Aquaman? <laughs> Yeah, you love Doctor. Okay, so good. You just reminded me of it because you said Atlantis. Well, I like to return it to me. You know how people were obsessed with Avatar and wanted to live in um, what, what is it called? Um, Pandora. Pandora. My Pandora is Atlantis from Aquaman. Anyhow, go on. Well, in any event, I want to wiggle around like a fish. While this I'm is talking. another project with Elon Musk where I'm like. What is it? I mean, I get the, the Neuralink, Neuralink thing. I'm like, it's I fine. It, Who cares? Like... Here's my opinion. He made a great car. I just test drove a Tesla Model 3. Seems very fun. Very cool. I'm into it. I'll probably have, buy one for my next car. Well, I'll probably lease it, honestly. Um, I don't really care about his other projects. Like, bring, you know, it's like bring the goods. You know what Apple is, was really good at and has been really good at? They know, they're not like, we're going to do this. Yeah, they just do it. They're like, we fucking did it. Yeah. They're like, oh, the best smartphone camera ever. We didn't, we're not like, it would be cool someday. We're working on it. They're like, here it is. You know, yeah. they're like, a phone that's as thin as whatever, you know, like a Pop Tart. All like, hype is bad. Stop talking about what you're going to do. Stop talking about the future plans and fucking do it. One of the things that was the most annoying when I was, when I went to raves, when I was a youngster going to raves and, and I would like DJ and I was like, you know, I had friends who were promoters. One of the things that was like a constant annoyance in the community of ravers was people who were like, I'm going to throw the biggest party. I'm going to throw a uh, party. Sasha and Digweed are coming. Yeah. We're going to get Paul Oakenfold. And it's like, dude, don't tell me about it. No. Book it. Give me the flyer. I'm ready to go to your party. But no one believes you. Yeah. You know, it's like, is like, it's like, it's like, it's like less talk, more rock is what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, don't show me, don't show me some fucking basic ass demo of a mouse using the neural link. Yeah. Shit. I don't care. Or get off the bot. Shit or get just, but like, tell me when you're ready to shit and I'll come and watch it. <laughs> Well, speaking of tech stuff. Speaking of 69. You want to talk about FaceApp? <laughs> FaceApp. So here's the thing about FaceApp. It's gone viral for the 15th time in history because it goes viral once every few months. It's I got the ha- biggest I got a hand I got a hand to FaceApp. I mean, the the depictions of of age in that app are shockingly realistic. They're upsetting. Uh, I mean, they don't account for the amount of work I'm going to have done. That's right. I was looking have, at it. They should have a filter where you can like boat change the Botox level. Yeah. Or like change like the I was face looking lift. at it and I was like, I've already had too much work done for this to be realistic. No, I think like, look, I mean, I, uh, so there's this big scare about like 
it's owned by Russians. Yeah. Underground the mall. I have listen, I have no reason to think that there aren't nefarious things happening with any app that takes a picture of your face or and any uploads app. it to a server. My mom was like, Don't download FaceApp, it's owned by Russians. They can get your information from I'm like, how many weird exercise apps for running have you d- downloaded just to see if they work? I'm definitely and weird games like Candy Crush. I'm definitely more concerned with the fucking um Facebook filter that makes your face look like a juggalo. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like it's like the one thing that beats facial recognition is the juggalo face, like face paint. And they're like a new thing that like maps the juggalo face paint to your face. It's like, how could this be reverse engineered? Let's yeah. think. Could it be used to see what faces look like with juggalo makeup on them? And then kind of like figure out what the face is. And honestly, as meme goes, memes go, I would rather something a little more sophisticated that requires like a lot of engineering to make people every single person on earth look old than like another SpongeBob meme cycle. Like it's kind of fun that that went viral. Like that's a fun thing that we're all laughing. Ha, it's ha, fun ha. to confront your mortality and the your future ugliness. One of the best tweets I saw was like someone was like, "Face app, here's what you'll look like in 50 years: global warming." Ha, 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 ha. We'll all be dead. Here's what we're gonna look like: oh, yeah. deep fried. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I'm. A, one thing that does annoy me, however, I will say, if I may. Is all of these sites, all these predominantly tech sites, who are like your privacy, your privacy, protect your privacy, pr- your privacy, who are like, oh, can't believe everybody freaking out because Facebook is owned by a Russian company. Who cares? FaceApp. Face sorry, what did I say? Facebook. Facebook is not owned by a Russian company yet, but they'll sell their sorry. data to Fa- them. People are like, really, like, I can't believe Facebook is owned by a Russian company. You know, they're like, you know, this is ridiculous. You know, don't be scared of this. Like. You know, protect your privacy, but this is no more dangerous than X, Y, and Z. And it's like, I feel like that's like a less skeptical take on things than I want to see from the people who are always like, Facebook is destroying your privacy. Like, be consistent. You know, you should be like, yeah, there are reasons to be concerned about this. It's not like, it's not a red scare, but like there are reasons. It's not the red scare podcast, but there are reasons to be deeply concerned about the content of the app. I'm also a little sus on every website that's like, privacy, 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 privacy. And then you put on Adblock and they're like, please don't read our website if you have Adblock on. Because it's like, it's like Wired. Wired was like, here's all the things that Amazon owns. And it's like, Amazon's best Prime Day deals is like the next recommended article. It's like, are you skeptical and worried about Amazon or do you love Amazon and require Amazon to make money? I loved Gizmodo tweeting. And actually, Prime Day is on this list. I loved Amazon tweeting on Prime Day every, uh, um, well, uh, sorry, Gizmodo was tweeting about Amazon every um, negative article that they have, negative takes. Like, like they were being pretty consistent on Twitter. But if you go on the Gizmodo website, Kinja Deals is plastered everywhere telling you like, everything you can buy. They're like, $100 off it. this backpack. It's like, all right, guys, you know what? We get it. We know it's side your bread is buttered on. It's yeah. on every side. I, the, I'm glad that your social media manager is And you bought the mad. butter during Prime Day on sale. You got it in bulk. But you're, uh, we can see where you are at, on this. And We see you. Did is you what buy Ryan anything is on Prime Day? Um, I don't think I, I don't think I did. I I did end up buying an Apple Watch because you know I'm a hardcore Apple user now. I'm mm-hmm. into the iPhone heavily, and um, uh, uh, Tyler Love, the CTO here at Bustle, and Eve, our CTO from the Outline, both in like both were like demonstrating Apple Watch features to me recently. I've been wearing my Fitbit. I have a Fitbit Versa that I bought like a year ago, and uh, I've been you know because I'm like I was on vacation for a week. I told you this. You not on the air, but. Previously, I told Ryan I was on vacation for a week and I gained a little weight while on vacation. So I'm like back on like watching my shit. And so I put the Fitbit um, watch back on and then I they showed me the um, the ECG or whatever it is. Yeah. Heart rate functions. And as a man who's previously had a heart condition, 
that has had well, I've had surgery for it. I was like, this is actually kind of cool and well, useful. That, I've talked about that on the show. That was the reason that I use the Apple Watch regularly is because my family has a history of very weird heart conditions, all different kinds, and I just would rather know. I would yeah. rather just be able to look and totally find out. Totally. Anyhow, so um, the, I didn't, but I didn't buy it on Prime Day. It was fifty dollars off, but I didn't buy it on Prime Day. Good. I bought I supported it. Supported the boycott yesterday. Was yesterday Prime Day? It was the fifteenth and sixteenth. So yes, it was yesterday. No, no, it's the eighteenth. Oh, that would so have been the seventeenth. <laughs> this whole week is okay. Yeah, it's, this week has been together. a fucking year. It's insane. It's out of control. I don't think. I think it was post Prime Day, and I was like, "Oh, I missed that deal." And I went to look, and it was like, "Oh, it's still fifty bucks off." I was like, "Okay, cool." Then I bought an off-brand non-Apple band for it because I'm not paying fifty dollars for a band. You can get dupes that are exactly the same. That's what I think I got. Hopefully, I'm crossing my fingers. We'll find out. Um, Soon to be reported on next week's podcast. Speaking of purchases, the uh, Nintendo announced the Switch Lite. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't have a lot of excitement about this. I don't know what to say. Like, doesn't have rumble. You can't change the screen brightness. I don't know. Who cares? It's good. I'm happy for people if they want to buy it. Yeah, that was kind of my thing where I was like, I guess. And then I was like, I would be more interested in a Switch Pro or something. Switch Pro. Two words. Switch Pro. And they quietly made the Switch battery life on the standard Switch better. Which is nice. Not a reason to, like, buy a new one, but. I want a Switch Pro. I want, you know. I want PlayStation to come out with a Switch. Yeah, I agree. They're not going to. Switch Lite is a is a dud, but Facebook has a currency that's going to set the world on fire. I F Y R E. Don't do that. Whatever that was. <laughs> I'm look. I don't care about it, but I'm mad because it's called Libra, which is my star sign. Oh, and as you know, I'm a deep believer in astrology. You're on CoStar every day, and I actually am. On, I do have a CoStar you account. Do. I mean, why not? Of course. I mean. It's one of the things that when I was using Android, which I'm not anymore because fuck Android, Apple rules. Um, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I'm kidding on so many levels. But uh, CoStar was one of the things I was like, oh, yeah, this is an Apple only. This is still like an iPhone only thing. CoStar is really dumb. But I do love like it's funny to like read the astrology advice. And it's like your work life, like stresses will come up at work, but you can handle them. They're always like, this is you're a, dating someone who might not be perfect for you, but if you communicate, maybe they are. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm married, so that's weird. Um, They're like, you know what's hard? Reading the news. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're always like, they're always like, you're going to feel, it's like, a, it's like things slow down in the middle of the week. Keep going. It's like, okay, this is not. You want to indulge in all your vices, but you shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, don't eat the whole tub of ice cream. Thanks, Astrology app. I didn't know that. I feel like you've really uh, shined a light. You're such a Libra. You're such a Libra. You're really, anyhow, so that's why I dislike uh, Facebook's currency, because it's called Libra. And I think that's bullshit. And they shouldn't be allowed to just co-opt the Libra star sign for their- I love that Mark Zuckerberg just doesn't give a shit. And the whole world is like, we're worried about your company. You seem like a bad person, and you've got bad ideas. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to take over. Money! <laughs> I can't believe people look at Facebook on a regular basis. I looked at it the other day, and I have to say, it's so not interesting to me in any way, shape, or form. On my birthday, I thought, I'm going to get inundated with birthday Facebook stuff. And luckily, I wasn't because I do have the, like, I think you, there's a setting you can turn off where it doesn't tell people it was your birthday or whatever. But when I did get it, my mom posted something that was like, happy birthday to my beautiful son, whatever, and pictures of me as a baby. And it was just tons of people I don't know that she knows saying like a vague happy birthday. And I was like, this is what Facebook is. It's a picture of you as a baby with a ton of people you barely know saying like, I'm so happy you survived for 30 years or whatever. It's just bullshit. I fucking, every time I scroll through it. And then Facebook, one of the their ads was like, you ac- I accidentally clicked on a Facebook ad for hymns. 
Oh yeah, hymns. All I get now is ads for anti-aging stuff. But then Facebook has I mean, now. Can, do you feel like that's wrong? <laughs> I mean, sorry, I don't want to be rude. I, think they're I don't want to be targeted. rude, but does that seem like the wrong ad sure, to be it's getting? Perfectly targeted, but the thing is, now I'm getting these ads that show the Hims logo, and it's like you might have purchased this product. Do you want to leave a review or like tell us what you thought about the ad? And that comes up constantly. And I don't want to leave. Like Facebook is now trying to create a situation where I have to engage with their advertising partners directly in order to access like content that will further feed their advertising part. Like it couldn't be more clear that this isn't about me or my social relationships or like being a useful like app to me or a useful like platform. It's clear that their Facebook's again, like I see where your bread is buttered. You only care about this one thing and it makes it to the detriment of me caring about using your service. And like Twitter might be a huge dumpster fire, but at least I'm not constantly like, interacting directly with their oh you just loaded twitter as i said that <laughs> i was like wait is it a dumpster fire let me check no it truly is oh no look at this i got locked into the fucking twitter design the new design oh yeah you can't get out now nope that's where you they're live like do you want to try it i'm like i'll try it again i guess maybe they change it yeah it's and like meth they're like you want to try it <laughs> like, now you're like, on meth like first hits free <laughs> anyhow it's not cool um, Very uncool. Speaking of new things, yes. HBO has announced HBO Max, which is their Disney Plus Netflix competitor. Oh, I, was just, first I was just talking to my brother. Yeah. Gossip Girl reboot. No. Yeah. Like, what is that? Like, like the kids of the Gossip Girls or something? This girl keeps gossiping. Isn't it Penn Badgley? It's also super no, out of- Spoiler alert. Yeah, but... it's Dan. Even though I it makes don't know no who sense. Dan is. I That's don't... Penn Badgley's character. Do they like morph the voice at the end and it becomes like a dude's voice? It's Kristen Bell being like, "Wait, is it Kristen Bell's voice?" Gossip. Yes. Bro. Is it? Is it Kristen Bell's voice? <laughs> yeah, it's Kristen Bell's voice. She's not in the show though. Not. No. But she was under contract to the CW, so they were like, "She sounds great. Let's wow. use her." Um, That's a. They're doing a, a reboot for their HBO Max service, which is AT and T's like take on streaming. I gotta tell you, I have Directv now, and I'm so. I got PlayStation View. I'm so perilously close to canceling it all the time. They always do this weird shit. I'm like, it's like, you don't have Viacom anymore. Then it's like, sorry, your showtime is gone. And it's like, actually, you had 70 channels. Now you have 20 channels. And I'm like, hey, guys, like, I just don't want to do this anymore. Like, I don't want to be on this trip with you. Two things. Yeah. For my dad's Father's Day present, all yes. he wanted was to get rid of cable. He didn't want cable vision. He wants to be a cord cutter. Yeah, cord cutter. And he wanted a PlayStation, and he wanted PlayStation View. So we set him up. First thing he went, went oh, was, oh. can I watch Impractical Jokers? <laughs> they don't get Spike. They what's don't in, get Viacom. What's Impractical Jokers? It's a show on it's Spike like where- punked. It's like a punk show. People my dad's age like do Ellen-style pranks on other people. Dude, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't want to be ageist, but like boomers or older people in technology is such a nasty, horrible- He hates that the channels are coming in and out. He doesn't know how it works. Oh, my God. But he loves it because he's like, oh, fuck the cable company, whatever. He also begged to listen to this podcast when we were going up to Philly last weekend together. <laughs> oh, no, really? So I played the most recent oh, episode. Wow. What did he have to I say? Said, he'd never heard it before? He'd never heard it before. And I said, Dad, you're going to hate it. Like, what episode did gonna, you play? The last one. Oh, I go, you're that gonna, one was bad. I go, you're really going to disagree. <laughs> yeah, so bad. Anyway, <laughs> rate, and, rate and review. <laughs> I remember. Slap um, that, smash that like button. Uh, I said, you're going to really disagree with everything you hear, and I don't want you to get mad at me. And he was like, no, I won't. Like, you're funny. I get it. I'm open-minded. I put it on. 40 minutes in, he goes, I'm putting something else on. I go, okay. Full minute of silence while we listen to like Van Halen or something. And he goes, 
you know what? I'm actually pissed because you are so small-minded about people that are conservative. And wait, I was so, like, wait, so, wait, so, wait, you're so. really what were, we ta- what were we talking about in the episode? I think you said something like anyone who wants to vote for Trump has Rice Krispies for brains. And he <laughs> truly <laughs> lost his mind. And my mom goes, my mom goes, he told you. And then a minute later, after another minute of silence, where my dad's just seething. I can see him like heavy breathing. She goes, I mean, were they wrong? <laughs> and then my dad lost it. And we didn't talk for like five hours. Did I say that? Did I actually say anyone who votes for Trump has Rice Krispies for brains? Yes, you did. That's so good. I mean, I can't believe I came up with that. That's a, I'm like impressed with myself. I'm like, that's such a great description of that person. Anyhow, listen, I'm sure your dad doesn't have Rice Krispies he was for brains. So upset. I'm sure his brains are made of something more substantial like Cheerios or but, Lucky Charms. I don't want to be racist, but you know. But then he said to me, What's a TV show I should watch? And I was still pissed at him when we were oh, there. Oh, Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know the perfect show for him. The Ashton Kutcher show with the kid, the guy who got Me Too'd that's on Netflix where they're on a ranch. He's oh, like, the ranch. The ranch, yes. That's a show your dad should watch. No, he loved Shit's Creek. He's got, I know his what? TV taste in and out. Isn't so like I a, said, Isn't there like a major gay character oh, on that? Oh, he's a huge gay ally. Oh, he is. He just loves Trump. I don't know. Can't explain it. But so my troll. He's like, I love gays, but put them in camps and lock them away and kill them. That's my, my opinion. My troll for him was, I set you up with Hulu. You should watch The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, no. And he'd never heard of it. And he was like, sure. And I was like secretly like, hee, hee, hee. I got one over. Like, he's going to watch it and hate it. So he calls me and he goes, I love Ann Dowd's character. The aunt, what? Who's like a psycho Nazi that's, who like cuts people's clothes off? That's the shit. That's the shit. That's the shit that we're dealing with in America right now. He goes, I love her. These... What an actress. What a portrayal. And Dad, to her credit, and Dad is incredible. But this fucking send her back shit. That's that. It's well, that. and that is on my list. Is I know we don't. We're trying to avoid downers because y'all, yeah, all the listeners, don't want to hear downers. But they're like they're too liberal. But frankly. This send her back shit is fucking crazy. We are really deep into, like, someone is, a a senator is going to be assassinated because the president is using hate speech, which is classified by the federal government as hate speech. It's fine. It's totally fine. Go back to where you came from is an exact example in in the federal employment discrimination handbook that you can't use. And Trump is just throwing it around. Do you understand there are no, there's no such thing as law anymore there's just megan mccain's opinion on the view there's no order <laughs> there's just there's Fox no and friends there's no there's no morality there's no ethics there's no right there's only wrong only evil only darkness that swallows us whole stranger things season three <laughs> starring hopper whatever his name mind is mind harbor the you mind can buy a pop a pop of a vinyl burger king presents burger king presents the mind flare coca-cola sponsored mind Anyhow, flare. no look 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 we this live is in a, hell we we are actually look you know we're in the darkest oh, listen, the jews in germany had it worse but that's about but at it. what point in the timeline because <laughs> no. at a certain point in the timeline no. yes i mean i mean listen all we can do I've but said, the lead I, up I can't, is can't, exactly there's no the point there's no point talking about this all all that can be done there's only one thing to be done Vote these people out of fucking office. If you don't vote, if you don't get go out in droves, if it isn't on a landslide fucking Democratic victory, I don't care who it is. I don't care if it is a, 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 a fucking Cartman from South Park running for, for the Democratic uh, nomination. If you don't go out and vote in droves, you are you have done this to yourself. You have only yourself to blame. Now, if there are people, if there are enough dem, quote unquote Democrats in this country who really don't care about the rest of uh, uh, this culture, this society, and American uh, American existence and their country, then, you know, maybe we're living in a Chapo world. 
You know, maybe we're living in the in a red scare world. Maybe everybody is actually just actually a fake fucking Nazi. You know, like a, a Nazi who's like pretending to be into socialism, who actually doesn't care about people of color, LGBTQ people or 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 uh uh you know disenfranchised people like i don't know like maybe we sh- maybe there, we really live in a country that has no compassion and if that's the case then let, let it be done i think like let's thing, burn it to the fucking ground my brother texted me yesterday and the thing that really pushed him to be like i can't deal with the gop and like that ideology he's always very centrist he's always very like people have a did he vote for trump my brother is 18 or 19 so would he vote for trump no i don't think he would have okay. but he usually checks in with me sometimes when things in politics or whatever, and he wants to have a little discussion just to hear two sides or whatever. I, the thing that really upset him yesterday that I got a text that he was like, I can't believe this was the Rand Paul nine eleven responder responders stuff. What? So the nine eleven responders healthcare bill, like like the victims fund yeah. for nine eleven, yeah, went up for was supposed to be going up for a vote, and Rand Paul personally blocked it, and. 9-11 responders were there to see like a historic moment where the like for the rest of their lives they would be covered for their work and Rand Paul blocked it and obviously did it at the behest of the GOP like he was going to take this bullet for them in a trade for something else um, and it was one of the first times that my brother expressed like true like absolute disgust and I think he it has been fomenting or whatever but I do think people disengaged with politics there are these moments like Ilhan Omar this 9-11 thing, uh, Trump's tweets, uh, racist tweets, uh, re- the recent ones, obviously they've gone back for 10 years, but the the recent ones, I think there have been flashpoints coming up that people are like, oh, this is who they really are. There's no reasoning. There's no background. There's no like, oh, you can't just call people Nazis because they disagree about demographics, blah, blah, blah. Like gerrymandering gets yeah, into places yeah. where you're like, this is a <clears throat> norm or whatever. I think these are moments where people and I hope that they keep coming up as horrible as they will be because I want the that group of people to show their true colors, what they really feel. I think it's telling that I think it's telling that um, Trump had this response to the center back chant, which is like. Oh, I didn't agree with it. Like, you know, I couldn't really, I I guess he was like, I couldn't really do anything about it. And it's like, I think it is testament that it matters that he even had to have that kind of response because a typical Trump response would be like, what, you know, the base is getting fired up. Like it's cool or whatever. Yeah. Like, I do think it's interesting. Um, I don't know. I just like, to me, it's, it's one of those things where I have never for one second and will never understand a person who votes for Trump. Like, I just don't, you know, it's like voting for stupidity over intelligence. That's the way I see it. It's like voting for, I'm not saying it's voting for like right and wrong. To me, it's voting for closed mindedness and ignorance and stupidity over like open mindedness, open mindedness and, and, and understanding and intelligence. And like, that's it for me is like, that's the whole thing in life. Like, who are you as a person? Are you, do you want to help people? Do you want to understand them? Are you, are you optimistic about who they are? Do you think the world could be better? Do you want to not just protect yourself and your family, but the people, the other humans near you? That, well, it's, it's optimism versus pessimism. Like, is yeah. everybody out to get? Like, you're either in a death cult or you're not. You're either in a death cult or a life cult. I'm in a life cult. I'm like, let's fucking listen. If he wins re-election, I want us to have a blood orgy where we summon Cthulhu. I mean, that I'm into. <laughs> I like, watched years and years on HBO, and there's a character who's like, 
actively fighting every day. She barely sees her family. She's an activist. She's on the front lines injuring herself. And a nuclear bomb goes off and she's exposed to radiation because she's on the ground. I feel like you're spoiling this for me. This is like episode one. And she goes in and there's a chaos candidate. What is this show? What is this show about? It's about, it's basically the future. Um, it's like a dystopia, but it's 20 years and it's hyper realistic. Oh, it doesn't wow. do anything. It doesn't. It is doesn't it try to go. Is any- it good? Yes. Oh wow. The dystopia is contained to conversations where they go. I wanted to get you a chocolate birthday cake because it's your favorite, but you can't buy chocolate anymore. Yeah. Little side things like that, and you see these people's lives progress and what the effects. So, of so larger like, who are the, who are these people? It's in the UK. It's a middle oh, class oh, family. Oh, British. Oh. It's really good, though. I don't think I can handle it. It's great. I Russell Tovey's in it. Listen, I love the British. Don't His get me wrong. Ears go from one room to the other. Although, listen, I can't stand the British, as you all know. Well known. But fact. she votes for the chaos candidate, and I was like, if Trump wins this, I might be full chaos. I might be chaotic evil, where I'm just like, what is there? What more chaos? Let's go is there? to Mad Max world. <laughs> let's just get full anarchy. No, I don't think let's you have to do anything. Burn it just, all down. Well, no, I think you're. Good. I think you're well on the way. If if he. If Trump gets reelected, there's no the America's done. America's over. I, I I already said when he got elected the first time. I said whatever. I t- I remember tweeting this. I was like, whatever previous version of America we had had, it's gone. Like America's over. It, that version of it is over. Now, if he wins again, we really are like we're past the point of no return. It it's not clear what will happen in this country in the next. You know. But the level of absurdity. I mean, did you see the thing in Florida? Um, uh, Florida City was trying to uh, a Florida City was trying to drive out homeless people by playing that Baby Shark song, that viral like oh yeah Baby Shark that song. song. Uh huh. They were playing it on a loop. Baby Shark, do 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 do. Baby Shark. Yeah. They spent money song. on that rather than homeless shelters because they wanted to get the homeless people. Well, out it's probably of their cheaper city. to be honest. I mean, and it was just in like, their defense, it's probably less expensive. We live in. In a fucking in one of those refrigerator magnet, well, like but, random but, word generator. But we are, but we are also nonsense of evil. But we are also like we also have to like <clears throat> that we cannot you cannot eat the elephant whole. You have to take it one bite at a time. And I do think that Twitter and the internet, for all the good it can do, has perverted and twisted our view of what we have, like what we are involved in. And like that sounds horrible, and it is horrible. But there's something horrible going on down the street here, yeah, right now. There's a party going on and that I'm not attending. I wasn't invited and I'm very upset about it. How, what can I do about that problem right now, right here, as opposed to the baby shark situation in this Florida town, which let's go all, I don't know, like, um, Tampa for, for, for lack of a better city, <laughs> Tampa city, <laughs> Palmetto, Palmetto, West Palm Beach. No. Um, at any rate, so what I'm saying is, like, I agree with you, but I think we need to de-scope our hell world a little bit, you know, just kind of, like, shave off some of the space that it occupies. Well, it is the thing where you wake up every morning, you look at Twitter, and you're like, all these horrible things happened in the world today, and it's like, well, the world is really big, and I can't take those all in. Yeah, yeah. I've been f- actively fighting depression, and it's hard because you... The sane response to the world is is at the moment is to be fucking depressed. It's suicide. I'm astonished looking at people who just seem like, oh, I'm in Mykonos and I have perfect skin. I'm like, kill yourself. You're part of the problem. Apparently they've made a Cats movie, I'm just learning. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? In the trailer for the Cats movie, James Corden says the quote, I mean, these are people, but they're cats. <laughs> Yo, and then they what? they tout they tout their digital fur technology. Yeah, it stars on. James Corden, Taylor Swift, and Ugh. Jason Derulo. Oh my God! It's like the worst group. And they Come built on. sets to scale so that they could be the cats. 
Hold Are on. you looking at the Cats trailer right now? I gotta see it. I'm sorry. It's only two minutes long. Ew. Is that Taylor Swift? Yep. It's horrifying. It looks like they look like Avatar creatures, but the cat's version of the Avatar creatures. Where are their genitals? Uh, they're gone. not wearing. They're not wearing pants. They're removed. And uh, if you if you wanted to know a fun fact about cats, their penises are barbed so that they cannot be removed during sex. Same. Episode one sixty nine, <laughs> baby. No. Oh no. This is really a nightmare. This is seriously like um. This is what Ariana Grande's whole life has led up to, is being a real-life cat. Is she in this? No, she should have been. Cats is also a bad musical. God, James Corden looks like the penguin in Batman Returns. Idris Elba. Wow. Jennifer Hudson. Oh, jeez. Ian McKellen is in there? No. Oh my god! I love cats as an animal, but I am fully a dog I'm person. Now. I, I have to. I'm sorry. This is the most fucked up thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm and Trump gonna, is president. I'm not going to lie to you. This makes Trump being president look like a regular meal at McDonald's. Someone okay. said, "Doesn't this seem like a plot on Thirty Rock?" And Jenna Maroney stars in this movie. Yes. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, speaking of uh, speaking of of CGI abominations, The Lion King comes out today. More like The Lion King because I thought this movie was going to be great, but um, they lied. Doesn't make any sense. Um, the Lion. Look, I don't know. I don't. I don't care. I just don't care. I'm sorry. I know it's illegal for me to say. I know it's wrong for me to say that I don't care about the movie where Beyonce is a major player, and I love Beyonce. Donald Glover, love him. Billy Eichner, he's okay. Um. No, he's fine. You know, I love a lot of these people, but I just don't want to see a live. Why do we have to I don't want to see a live action version of the, the Lion King. I'll go to the zoo and listen to the original Lion King score. That that was what I wanted to see. I don't I'll know put why on. We're doing I'll this. put on my Simba cosplay and, and relive the experience of the Lion King on my own. Your mentions are going to be full of people telling you Ariel, the Little Mermaid, should be white. Well, they're wrong. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? I love that suddenly people are really concerned about redhead. Uh, have they heard? Have they heard about what's going on with Frozen on Broadway? What's going on in Frozen on Broadway? I mean, uh, what's his name? Christoph. You know Christoph is played by a, a, a black man. I well, think. Well, stop I, everything. No, Trump I know. Needs I mean, to solve this immediately. Yeah, Swoop I in. I just like. I don't know. Send I, him home. I just I, if, if, like. You're, if, if this is like the Lady Ghostbusters thing. It's so stupid. It's like, if you have time to give a fuck about this, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, your life must be fantastic. Like, if you actually care, if it rises to a level of I give a shit, you are a loser who sucks. Like, I'm sorry, there's no other way to say it. You care what Ariel's skin tone is? But frankly, it's just, it also ties into the fact that Disney people are the worst. Well, no, but Disney, Disney are, fans are the worst But also, fans. It's, like, it's like the idea that you're, but it's kind of Disney's fault in a way because they're like, here's a one-to-one recreation of this thing. And it's like, well, wait a second, now this white character is black? This doesn't make any sense. And also, Walt Disney himself hated Jews. So. Sure, well, I mean, <laughs> who doesn't? No, but, um, but I think that, I think that, uh, you know, listen, there's a lot of racist people out there. There's a lot of people who have trouble with new ideas. There are mostly there are a lot of people who can't imagine anyone else having a different experience. And I think about this all the time because I have a daughter. I get to see the the world I get to see the world through the eyes of my five year old daughter. 
And what I see is... Everyone hates women. Well, yes, but more than that, what I see is that people don't have trouble imagining what it might be like for someone else. And I think maybe that's empathy. But like the inability to put yourself in the from the in the in the mind or it's in the us shoes versus them thing, where if anybody else has a chance to do something, you feel like it takes away from you. But and white think, people have never experienced. No, no. But that. I also think it's like I, I think men it's a, have never experienced. Well, I agree, but I also think it's a little bit more nuanced, which is like which is like you you a white person grew up with the Little Mermaid being a white girl, fourteen year old white girl, which seems right to you, which with, seems with right a, with a fish body. That seems right. You're to like you. this all adds. You're up. like this is normal and good, and I understand it innately. But that seems right to you. And then it's like the new Ariel in for 2019. That was made in 1992 or something. The new Ariel is not going to be white because it's 1989 and maybe whatever. That's the year that Batman, Tim Burton's Batman came out. If the year came out the same year, incredible year. So many amazing things. So many amazing things were released to the public. Um, Thanks, Mom, (laughs) for pushing the release date to July. Um, I was a summer blockbuster. In a way. You've you've definitely used these lines before. I have never. I'm so happy. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I think it's one of these things where it's like, you can't go, okay, I get it. Like, I remember, I'm familiar with Ariel as this version of Ariel. But, like... Maybe that's not the only person who will ever see Ariel. Maybe that's not the only audience that is interested in Ariel. Maybe there's a story that could appeal to people who otherwise can't see themselves in the character because they literally can't see themselves in the character. So, like, I think that ability to just go, like, well, I have my association with it. Like, you know, people are running around like Jesus is a white guy. Most people think Jesus was white. Jesus was definitely not white. He was not a white person. He was not a Caucasian. He was a tree. He was not a Caucasian. That's right. <laughs> he was not a Caucasian from Chicago. You know, like he definitely was really dark skinned and like and short and from like weird looking the Middle East. Nobody comes up with the idea that I was I'm the son of God that is like doing great. I mean, Jesus like definitely doesn't look like how much he's a think. real ugly. And then when people see like a like the a dark casting sheet for Jesus and fat see, kid. I mean, I'm sure. Listen, I'm sure when they put out the film version of Jesus Christ Superstar and Judas was black, which by the way has all sorts of weird undertones and connotations that in that era in the 70s was probably like suspect, but. I'm sure people were like, a black Judas? This doesn't make any sense, you know? But then you show them a black Jesus and their brains completely explode. But the reality is, like, you know, you have your associations with things. And if you can't see beyond that, then, like, you're really just, like, you really are uh, have a limited view of, like, the world. I'm ra- I'm rambling now. But well, think- we've done it. We've solved racism. We we've did solved it. hate. We got rid of all of the um, misrepresentation of transgender people in and film. Trees. And trees. Scarlett Johansson will now exclusively play trees, but only... Birch trees, which are very white. <laughs> Let's do nice things. You know what? Actually, Scar Joe, Jewish. A lot of people don't know that. So technically can play anything she wants. Okay. Nice things. Do you, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I have a great nice thing, by the way, that's very on topic. Do you want to go first? No, you go ahead. Okay. Please just, is it a lot of things, though? No, it's one. Oh, thank God. I turned 30. Um, Happy birthday. Thank you. It went fine. Uh I uh, did not accept the award. I'm continuing to be 28 for all intents and purposes. But John surprised me on my birthday and took me to um, dinner and a movie because I, I asked to do nothing big. Um, I didn't want any like insane. I don't like things that are about me that I don't feel like I've earned. I don't like I don't want my wedding to be a thing where everyone's like, congratulations. I'm like, I didn't really do this. I just met some guy that I like. It doesn't feel like it's like a special accomplishment to live. Maybe you shouldn't have a wedding. 
maybe we shouldn't, but John wants one. Uh, so I had a 30, I had my 30th. I'm doing a karaoke party in a week or whatever, and that'll be fun. But he took me out to dinner as a surprise, and he took me as a surprise to Lady Gaga's family restaurant, Joanne, uh, which is an Italian restaurant on the Upper West Side that does very well for itself. It has good reviews as just a restaurant. The, the food was fantastic. I had a lovely time. However, I that morning did not know where I was going and wore a Britney Spears t-shirt, like big block letters. Oh my God. With her face on it and went to Joanne. And Can you go to Joanne like a casual situation like that? Yep. Oh wow. And I did not, I thought that's funny. And we took a picture and I was like, didn't know where I was going. Should have worn my Gaga shirt. Ha ha ha. I sat down for dinner and I sat down right next to her dad. Lady Gaga's dad. He sat next to us for all of dinner, and he had a bunch of friends, and they were actively debating um, co-op board bylaws or whatever. He seems like a funny, cool guy, but they were very deep is into he like the a Trump, Is he like a Trump guy, do you think? I don't think so. I was like, you told me this before, and you, and you were like, I said he's her dad. I was like, Andrew Dice Clay? <laughs> he, honestly, I was like, if I was going to cast him in a movie, it would have been Andrew Dice Clay. So so don't job. you ever treat my daughter like that. He was like, the co-op board says we can't move the thing. But I said, I'm going to move it and you will tell me and I will talk to the police. And his friend's like, hey, and that's what we sat next to. Yeah. And I had this giant Britney Spears t-shirt on. And of course, I'm very, yeah. um, very. I highly doubt he noticed. Of course he wouldn't, but of course I did. Like, hey, I love your shirt. Oh! So I'm anxious as hell, so I'm saying very loudly that I like her, and John was like, he's going to notice you doing that, and he wouldn't have noticed the t-shirt, but I can't stop myself. Yeah. Anyway, we had a very fun time. What a I nightmare. Took my birthday cake to go. We went to see Midsommar. Oh, yes, yes. Fantastic movie. Yes, Wonderful. very upsetting. Swedish, cult stuff, young people on a trip, uh, horror, iconic visuals, all hitting on all quadrants for Ryan. We saw a man-ass, full frontal. It was everything I asked for in a movie. You say a man-ass and full frontal? Full frontal. That's the full package By a pudgy right man. I was like, this is I like Ryan. How, I like think we're, like we're all still so impressed when we see like a dick in a movie. I know. As if it's not readily available. Like, I saw a penis. It's like, okay, but literally that's all that's on the internet. There is nothing else. It's 99% I was erect penises I said, Happy and, then, to me. and Google to find erect penises. But it is maybe the most anxiety-producing movie I've seen in a really long time. But I had been so anxious about this Joanne stuff yeah. that uh, my baseline was already fried. Wow. So I loved it. We sat front row because the people we sat next to in our chosen seats talked the whole movie. I couldn't mm. take that, so we moved. I loved Midsommar. You They're should like, go see why, it. Why are they killing each other? <laughs> Yeah, oh, this girl was like trying that. to impress her date. And I was like, this is not a venue for your stand-up audition. She's like, this is normal in Swedish culture. We're two seconds in. She goes, I hate it already. Ha-ha! <laughs> I was like, oh, so funny. You're so funny. So we moved, review. <laughs> we moved to the front. I watched it. It was very surreal. I had a wonderful time. So go see Midsommar, turn 30, eat at Lady Gaga's restaurant, ask to sit next to her dad. Everything was great. I like how you were like, it's one thing, but that was actually like six things. Sure, I fit yeah. them all in. Okay, let me give you my nice thing. I'm, I'm an onion. I have layers like a Shrek. First off, we went on vacation for a week. I don't want to say where because I don't want to ruin it, but it is a place that not a lot of people go Fire to. Fire Island. It is Fire Island. <laughs> that is, no, we uh, we go to a place that we love that um, I would like to move to, and maybe I will at some point in the in My the mom's future. obsessed with this place. It's an island. Let's just put it that way. My mom loves this place. It's not, and it's not. She talks about it all and the time. And it's, it's part of America. Um... The Hawaii, but, but okay, but okay. I'm, you know, I'm gonna Don't drop, tell anybody about Hawaii. I'm gonna drop some, it's not Hawaii. I drop some wild shit on you. I took my PlayStation with me. We stayed at a house that we rented. I took my PlayStation Four with me because I was like, you know what? I'm gonna game. I'll, I'll spend some time. I'm a gamer. I'm a gamer. I'm a member of GamerGate, uh, and I love to game and also destroy the careers of journalists. Um, and uh, anyhow, 
So I was like, you know what? I'm kind of bored of all the games I'm playing. And they had a sale on, there's a bunch of sales. Like the, the PlayStation Store had a big sale. And one of the sales was the Bioshock collection. Yeah, they had their cool retro. Uh, yeah, the retro yeah. sale. And they, they I, had the, I definitely they had, hit they that had, up. They had the Bioshock collection. It was like 15 bucks for all three games, which I've all, I played all of. And I downloaded them and I started playing Bioshock Infinite, which, oh. which I have to say. I love that. Is. I honestly don't think that you could make that this game could be made now and would would be released as a triple A title, like as a major triple A game like title for gamers. Bioshock Infinite is one hundred and fifty five percent addressing American racism, like actual slavery and racism, in un like non sugar coated terms. Like mm-hmm. it's like. Remember when Far Cry came out, Far Cry 5, and it was like, oh, it's going to be about like the not alt-right Nazis, and it's going to be about how like they suck and are bad and yeah, but it was are like, a stain it was like on baby, America. It was like a baby and version. It, and they're like, oh, we're a religious cult, and there's some black members too, so we're not racist and whatever. This was like, this this game is like, it's like, I think it came out 2013. And I remember playing it, but I and I remember all of this stuff, but it's like kind of like rejogging the, these memories. It's unabashedly like a kind of critical weird fantasy about like an America that could have been that's like utterly at its core like racist and evil it's like there's like there's like characterizations of Jews as like you know like literally like kind of Nazi era hook nose sort of criminals there's like the China man is like a, a character in the game where it's like you know not a character in the game but like something that's talked about as like a threat to America I mean it's literally like such a reflection of America right now and there's a ton about slavery and sort of the the core racism of America um um which is you know which is racism against african american people and and i think that um it's just such a daring shocking i mean meanwhile it also happens to be like a rip roar and action game which is weird cuz it's like it is actually like a really good action game but like it's also like got a ton of really fucked up commentary on america and yeah. i'm just like kind of blown away that it ever got made you know, I'm kind of blown away that it got made and and that, like, I don't know if you could do it now. Like, I don't know if that, I don't know if these game publishers would have the fucking guts to be that unabashedly critical because we live in a world now where it's like, well, maybe, uh, I don't know. I mean, sure, racism was bad. Racism is bad, but how bad is it really? I mean, we don't want to offend. There's a lot of people out there who game who are racist. We don't want to, that's literally what they did with Far Cry 5. They were like, well, we don't want to offend the guys who are these guys. And it's like, why not? Yeah, why are you pulling punches if the point right. of your thing? Right. Was... Anyhow, it's a very anyhow. My so my recommendation is Bioshock Infinite, but also just like you were completely off of Twitter. Also going on vacation. Oh yeah, I did. It's great. Fuck Twitter. Fuck it. Fuck the internet. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna move to an island. And I'm gonna make furniture. First, I have to learn how to make furniture. You're gonna be Aiden from Sex and the City. I'm going to be Aiden from Sex and the City, and or spoiler alert, big Breaking Bad spoiler alert, Jesse Pinkman. That's all I have. All right, bye. Bye. Well, that is our show for this week. We will be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best. Though I've just been informed that your family went to dinner at Joanne. 
and they ordered the fettuccine alfredo.